Here, I'll pretend like it's a beer can. <laughs> okay, okay, don't look at me like that again. Oh, don't ever do that again. <laughs> Who's Jamal Shabazz? Uh, he's a street photographer. Did you read the fucking description or did you actually know he's a street? No, I said it at being a fucking smart ass because it's like, just fucking read it. What do you, who do you think he is? Because uh, I thought maybe you would know. He's a photographer. You're a photographer. Yeah, I, bu- I own that documentary. You're looking at movies I own. Oh, okay. I really like a Vivian um, Mayer, that one, the do- that documentary. I love her fucking um, film. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. It's very interesting. Um, I wonder what happened with her. What do you think happened? She, I mean, we know what happened. She died. <laughs> she just disappeared. No, she didn't disappear. She died. They found her obituary and everything. Oh, so she died right after. Like, they started trying to find her and she was alive while they were, like, starting to, like... Uh, yeah, but she or only... When they, found, when they found all her negatives and everything... Uh-huh. Um. They were when they were trying to figure out who she was, like when he bought the negatives, she was still alive. But by the time he figured out who she was, she had passed. I know, but she only shot all those negatives are only from a certain period of time. So she stopped shooting and she just left all of them in the box. I mean, it's several decades worth of stuff. Yeah. But she only did it for like a decade. I think. I don't know. Look at rewatch it. I swear I, to God, I've, she only did it for a short amount of time and then she disappeared and she left all her negatives. Okay. That's not in the documentary that I've watched like five times, but interesting. I'll have to see. There is another documentary about her. So maybe you saw that one. It is. Yeah. I and think maybe so. it was in that one because I don't. That would. And I feel like that would have been something I would have remembered. Maybe it's in that one. I don't know. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. This one is really good. Did you watch this one? Jay yeah, myself? myself. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. I tell people like that when I'm on awkward dates and I'm trying to find something to do or like give small talk. If I'm down in Soho or something, yeah. I'll make a talk about that. It's so sad that he doesn't own that building anymore. He never owned it. He rented it. No, he owned it. Dude, honestly, oh. I can't. Re- <laughs> You just you are just spewing wrong information today. Uh, well, should I give some real information at this point? Um, yeah. Wait, where you you can got to tell me about field, right? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna give my I, guys. I've been in the trenches. <laughs> so let's hear about field. Um, I'm gonna give a product review. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. I know on the last... <laughs> we are not. This podcast is by no means uh, affiliated or sponsored by Field in any way. I don't know what you're about to say, but I should preface with that. Well, but if you guys want to sponsor us, send me a lighter. Yeah, I have... <laughs> the, send me a lighter. She's got a Bumble one. Uh, yeah, which I brought on the story that I'm going to tell you. Anyways... Um, so I know in the last episode or the last conversation that we had, I told you I was done with dating. And I was like, you know, I'm sick of fucking people thinking they could talk to me about my butt. And then I was like, really just like curious, I think a week and a half ago. And I signed up for, um, I signed up for field. Yeah. And <laughs> what? Uh, it's, isn't it like for like, well, how it was described for me is it? is for like kink and like more sexually open people. It's more around the guidelines of like trying to connect with somebody around your sexual interests. Um, 
and it's not all short term. Some of it. I was gonna say, is it a, is it a predominantly a hookup app, or is it like still like I'm looking like people are like I'm looking for a serious relationship as long as you're willing to chain me to the bed. <laughs> kind of, some of them are, and it, it is <laughs> okay. that is actually option. So you you pick out what you're here for, and it's both sexually, but some of it is relationship wise, which I like about it. What I think is the best thing, and like I actually have met somebody. A couple people off of this. I'm talking to one person that we talked today, and he's into kink, and he asked me if I like BDSM. And I said, okay, are you talking like emotion and physically? Or are you talking like Dungeons and Leather? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, he was in the first, not the latter, so we're still talking. <laughs> you would you would prefer... Uh, you, wait, what was the first? You said emotionally emotionally and physically? Yeah. What What emotional kink is there? No, BDSM. So um, BDSM, I forget the, what holy totally stands for, but normally that is a, do, a dominant personality and a submissive personality, right? Uh, okay. Relationship. So that can be both emotionally and physically too. Okay. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm... Like, I guess I just immediately assumed a negative out of it, but I, yeah, okay. I mean... No, 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 I'm, I'm not. Now I'm like reassessing negative. what I was... Now I'm trying to understand exactly what I was thinking. But anyway, go on, so... This goes back to our whole other discussion. So he's not into the Dungeons and Dragons version of BDS. Dungeons and Dragons. Physically dominant relationship with a submissive person. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said because I'm just laughing at myself thinking about Dungeons and Dragons BDSM. (laughs) I was like, you know what? Am I going to offend him? But I was like, you know what? What I really kind of like about this, it gave me a platform to like. This app kind of gives me a platform to be like, no, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. And actually, like, respected for saying that. And I feel like some of the dating apps you like, you're hiding behind. Like, oh, I, I don't know if I want a relationship or I don't. I'm just trying to meet. Well, this is, I don't know where I stand, but it's, I can lay it down on the ground. You cannot talk to me this way, but you can talk to me that way. You can say, like, this is, we're going to be. We're going to be mean and rough, but by no means am I like wearing a leather gimp suit <laughs> and a fucking gag ball in my mouth. Well, I'll tell you my profile. Okay. So my profile name is insert here. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean your profile name? Like you just, you make an imaginary name. It's like an, like an aim name. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Mine would have been, then mine would have been crazy skateboarder. <laughs> Because that was my aim name. <laughs> Mine was Frito-Lay because I realized when you say Frito-Lay chips, it's Frito-Lay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Slut since the beginning. <laughs> Dang. Um, and then I obviously go into like where I identify and then it's about, so I say, come at me straight forward, but come at me correct. So I want, like, you could talk to me like that, but you need to still respect me, you know, like take me out just to get to see if you know me because chemistry is so important to me. Right. Okay. And then I want stimulating conversations and interaction. That's not a package. It's, uh, it's a package, not one or the other. Say that once more. I, I am looking for stimulating conversations and interactions. It's not a packet. Oh, (laughs) I keep on fucking this up. It's a package, not, um, not a one or the other. I'm fucking okay. stoked. Read from the prompter, Maureen. <laughs> Do you get what I'm trying to say in there? Not really. Oh, okay. But I'm also pretty stoned right now, so it's hard to follow. I'm just saying that um, <laughs> you have to have both give me stimulating conversations and interactions before you can have like the sexual part of me. I got you. That it's not one or the other. I have to have that as yeah. a package. Yeah. Um, and then you're allowed to like 
pick pre-selected things on what you are looking for in your desires. So I put singles. I don't want no married motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> or couples. Couples. Uh, motherfuckers is a very general term. No, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. Um, sensual. Casual. <laughs> sensual. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't sound like a crazy slut. Sensual, you sound, sensual to me sounds like, um, if I, if you would describe someone as sensual, oh, they're very sensual, I'd be like, I'd probably be like, no, I'm good too. Cause it's like very like lovey dovey. It almost sounds like to me. Yeah, but I think And sensual- if I'm on an app for kink, I don't want like sensual lovey dovey. Oh, shit. I don't know. I just deleted mine. <laughs> you deleted your <laughs> no, account? No, I deleted one thing. Never mind. Uh, um, I think, but if we're talking about how this is a, a dating app for a connection, I don't think sensual necessarily means to mean um, sexually. Okay. I think sensual could be like stimulating conversation with somebody and like getting to know them and working up to that. Kink. Yeah. We're, you know, there's a lot. I, I'm learning that there's a lot out there. So then I'm into BDSM. Still don't know what you don't even know what it <laughs> fucking means oh my god i know what it means like, i mean like i get the concept of bdsm i just don't know what it means all right keep keep i'm into foreplay which is a lost sport um or i should say a lost art um i'm dominant i'm kink and i'm submissive i don't know what kink means either <laughs> like how does it apply like kink like i say like oh you got a kink in your shirt yeah <laughs> like, wait you're dominant and submissive. That's called a switch, technically. Did okay. you know that? Uh, I do now. I have learned so many different terms off of this dating site. So hetero, hetero flexible. Have you heard of that? No. Hetero flexible is where you mostly are practice heterosexual behaviors, but you are have slightly bi tendencies, but not like wouldn't consider yourself bi. Bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, BD, wait, I'm trying to see. You're trying to find it for me. Yeah. Bondage, discipline, dominance and submission, sadomasochism. I'd have to, yeah, okay. Anyway, maybe there's a documentary. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. Like when I hear BDSM, I'm like, yeah, I know, what, I know what you're talking about. I just don't know what the letters fucking mean. <laughs> yeah, I have Pornhub. I've figured it out by now. I just haven't bothered to Google the term. Sorry. Um, but so I've learned so much from it. But anyways, I feel like it, I feel very. Like, oh, okay, somebody's actually taking this time to think that these are considerations of getting to know somebody and it's putting it out there in the open. So I'm pro it. I think it's good. I actually feel like kind of empowered. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm telling you, the men are very direct and they're they're actually like lengthy going out of their way to talk to me like, hey. I just thought of an an app improvement, though, Mm -hmm. for Field real quick. Okay, so you picked Dominant. And submissive, which is known as switch. So shouldn't they have made one that you could have just clicked switch? There might be and one. And then, then you could have kink, and then you could pick your third thing instead of having to pick two things, which no, have a multiple. term. So I, I could have s- picked like a million. Oh, I thought you said you got to pick three things. No, I just read you like five. So you picked <laughs> you, you picked two things that could have a term for one. So you technically only picked two things. You picked, I picked no, remember picked, casual? You picked switch and, and sensual. 
No, I thought you said you didn't pick sensual. No, I did pick those. Right. Damn, Tony, rewind. Dude, I, I, I wish I could unsmoke some of that blunt. I shouldn't have. I don't know why I sparked it before we started. That I was. I think it was just like weird. part of the problem. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I downloaded the app because you told me about it, mm-hmm. um, and like it just kept crashing whenever I would open it before I even made a profile or anything. And I was like, okay, well, this is fucking stupid. I wonder if it how. Did you just update your phone or is it? I don't know. I wonder if it's my not phone just updated itself, and then one day I was like, "Oh, look, this is different." It's cute. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I went on my first date for it. Okay. Yeah. So how'd it go? <laughs> um, you didn't end up in a dungeon, clearly. No. Um. So I'm kind of realizing I might need to reapproach how picky I am because I think sometimes I like put myself on such a hiatus, and then I. Like, just get to a boiling point that I'm just like, I gotta get some. <laughs> and whoever. Any dick will do tonight. And whoever's in that path is gonna get fucked up. It's that like, night. it's like normally your parameters are like, obviously on a podcast they can't see, but my hands are very close together, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the normal person. These are my parameters. But like each month that goes by, those parameters just widen a little bit more yeah. and a little bit more until you finally hit like a, a, like a six or seven month dry spell. And then you're kind of just like, okay, if you fit within no, this no, it's parameter. Not, it's more that like, I, um, I get to a boiling point that like I get very easily just stimulated if I find somebody attractive. So like my parameters don't really change. Like I wouldn't like, if I wasn't going to fuck you six months ago, I'm probably not going to fuck you this six Uh. months later. It's more like, okay, well normally I would sustain this and not probably sleep with you, but I'm like going to sleep with you because you just said like something like five sentence long and I thought it was sexy. (laughs) Like, he oh. didn't have to put in work. Like, I put in work to get fucking wasted. And I was like, yeah, you find all the steps to get me there and you put in the work? Okay, I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> you figured out that puzzle? <laughs> oh, my God. So, it, you know, because some guys just won't. Like, I was seeing the other guy that I was like, he's not going to pull the plug. I would be willing to sleep with him, but he won't pull the plug. This guy knew bang she's fucking feeling heated right now i can pull the plug and he got, he's like hey let's go get a drink at my house so now let me ask you this are uh-huh. you are you putting out the vibe with both guys the same vibe yeah i actually got wasted with that guy yeah i haven't really been drinking so like it'll be like and i'm back at work and that i'm stressed out so normally it's like oh and then i like drink that night and i get yeah but I think it's all like both of them, both guys. I know I could, I intimidated because I think they're kind of like on the nerdy eccentric side. Yeah. And I came in like dressed up and like fucking pulling out my fucking like one hitter and like smoking outside. I could see where that's intimidating and to like a guy that's not used to uh very like, am I eccentric? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you would be classified I, as eccentric for I sure. I would say, I would say extra. I'm like extra. Yeah, that's this generation's uh, way of saying eccentric. I oh, feel like, okay, yeah. yeah. So I and so, other homie, the first homie. I don't think like I think he let that push him back. While this guy was like, bam, she's not, she way out of my league, but I'm gonna go for it anyways. <laughs> oh my god. 
Um, so it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was sitting. Did he fulfill your sexual kink list? Oh, fuck no. Actually, I was drunk driving home. Not physically driving home in my Uber. Uh, <laughs> I was in my Uber. And this is where my drunk tweet came from in the middle of the night. Because I don't really tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I read it. And I just was like, huh, date must have gone interesting. <laughs> or, I you think, didn't even know I went on a not, date. Not, not, I, like, I, I was, you know. Like, it must have been an interesting date of some sort or something <laughs> because, like, it came out of nowhere and I just was like, yeah, I wonder what happened. Can't wait to hear about this. <laughs> yeah, because I never tweet unless I, like, remember to, but I was drunk and I was like, this would be fucking funny. And it, it, it was, um, what did I say? I said, um, I swear motherfuckers be lying about love and eating pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I remember I read it and I just was like. Oh, I know what probably happened here. So like these are this is the second time this year that I've kind of like talked to guys that aren't particularly my type and but I found them attractive but they're like pretty boy white boy type or like very clean cut white boy type. Yeah. Like very Connecticut type of things. You know what I'm talking about? Like New New England kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. And that's not necessarily my um taste but i kind of like had this fantasy build up with them that they both like ate pussy like and that was like my sexual fantasy about them did you because they said well, they did the first guy i was like you just look like a motherfucker that eats pussy <laughs> okay and the second guy i met off a of field and he wrote in there he said literally pervadum i don't know if i said that word right. you did not but most people can probably dis, uh, discern what you said. He was like, I love to give oral and receive oral like all the time. And I was like, Damn. that's mad corny. But anyway, <laughs> you already called this guy corny when I told you I showed you his picture. Anyways. Oh, the, oh, yeah. The show, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Sorry. Oh, you think he'll ever listen to this? I don't know. I We'll talk about it because after we had sex, he like brought it up. Uh, <laughs> okay. And so um, I was like, dude, like normally like the first time that like I have sex with somebody, I probably not come in like they, you're just learning up people's body types. And I think a woman is a little harder to get into like, yeah, um, to come vaginally the first time. Well, man, that's the same stroke you're doing all the time. Right. So like, yeah, it's easier. So. I was like, well, at least I know I'm going to get off because he's going to eat pussy. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay. <laughs> that <laughs> did not happen. <laughs> so I have so many scenarios. But remember, so motherfucker did it in the beginning, but then just like wanted everything else. And I was like, fine, whatever. We had sex. And I let him. And I'm, I, I don't want to sound like, oh, and I let him. I think I beat him up. <laughs> so I don't think I was taking advantage of. But anyways. Wait, would you, did you choke him out or something? Yeah, and I like I was on top Tell of one point. I'm like, not saying I'm imagining you sexually. I'm just imagining you with him like in a headlock, being like, "You like that bitch?" Literally, at one point, I had my hand on his face, like face planting him when I was on top. Oh my god! 
<laughs> and I was just like, yeah, you like that. Anyways, so but uh, the, the first previous disappointment <laughs> was was the Hummer. That he didn't even not only really eat pussy all the time, he hummed on my pussy when I finally got him to eat pussy. <laughs> and I was like, this is some American pie type of shit. Like, I didn't know this actually happened. In my 38 years of like life on Earth, oh my I've God. never thought people really hummed on people's vaginas and penises when they had sex i've never considered doing it but that used to be like a joke like when we were kids right like 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 that was like a thing like yeah like it's like a pop rocks blowjob yeah. i mean i've definitely like in that for the long time <laughs> listeners you know what we're talking about but you know like you know how you do some corny things in the first time when you're first like a really like being sexually adventurous that like is um that's not like really it wasn't really good sexy like a pop rock blowjob I gave a like a hummer on a blowjob like <laughs> what what song did you hum? I'm <laughs> just fucking with you because we talked about this before. Oh. But anyways, so we're wrapping up. And I kind of just booked it after. This is after I had after he hummed face. Yankee Doodle Dandy on your clip. No, no. <laughs> I'm done with the with the Hummer disappointment. It's just, girl, guys, don't. I don't know. Actually, you know what? Somebody tell me if Hummers on girls, like, giving blowjobs and humming is, like, a big thing. Like, that actually, like, turns people on. Is I, that common? I've never had a girl hum well, giving we're me a blowjob. Let's put the net out there. <laughs> Hey, uh, <laughs> dial 917-310-5262 uh, and leave me a voicemail if you want to give me a Hummer blowjob. <laughs> or if you appreciate them or you think that's common. Anyways, okay. So when I, when I was wrapping up with Face Palm, I'm yeah. like getting ready. And I like pretty much was like, he, he was like, yeah, that was so good. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, are you going to talk about me on your podcast? <laughs> oh my god okay like, he did this to himself then sorry dude and he's like and i was like no i was like maybe he's like what's gonna be the my nickname and i was like Ugh. and i was like i'm not gonna talk about you that's awkward and i thought well actually maybe i should because like we might not have anything else to talk about this week <laughs> yeah i because you know um, here was my week i got a random sickness i had a Good sore guess. throat i had a fever of 102 degrees for like two and a half days and then it just went away dude i'm jealous of that weight loss plan dude it was sick you look fucking rested and skinny those are two great things thank you thank you yeah yeah <laughs> summer bod showed up right on time <laughs> you looked good this summer we thank had you. a nice golden tan and now i'm disappointed yeah. that it's gone yeah you're pale again i'm just kidding <laughs> um it's just it's my summer it's my winter look yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um but because i had this whole other idea because when i was driving on my date a meme came to my head of something that we could talk about okay so he i met this guy and okay one minute so if you're planning a date right and you're like hey where should we meet up and you offer to come to their neighborhood first right always like polite yeah and if the girl says no I don't like anything in my neighborhood. I'm good anywhere. And you say your neighborhood. You know the girl's down to fuck, right? 
if she comes to my neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I did. I I, I wouldn't make that assumption. Oh really? I, I mean, always thought there was a sure sign. Like I'm down to fuck, but your well, place. it like in in my younger years, <laughs> I would have made that assumption. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But now. I'm not comfortable making assumptions like that anymore. I could see that. I could see that. You know, when I was younger, I wasn't, uh, if like I invited a girl like to my place, let's say, because mm-hmm. I also, when I was younger, I didn't live in a city as large as New York. So I guess that's hard. But when I was younger, if I invited like a girl over like to the bar, like right next to my apartment or something like that, and she like knew that. I would say I was a little more inclined to assume that something was going to happen that night. But like now that I'm older, I don't ever assume did, anything. Did the girls at that time not live on their own? Because like, I guess then I'm, yeah, that would have been like college years, I guess. So I guess I'm not wrong for, I'm wrong in my thoughts that that's an indication because I might be a girl that only wants to fuck at my house. So I maybe because I in turn have also do not let people pick around my neighborhood because I don't want them to try and be like, oh, let me walk you home. Yeah. Let me yeah, talk yeah. You, take you home. I like to meet in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That's saff Unless I want to fuck you and I'm meeting you in your neighborhood. Oh, uh, OK. OK. <laughs> yeah. So I like like you were saying, though, like, do I assume it? Uh, no, I, I or do I. I don't remember if you said assume or not, but no assume or yeah. like is that a is that a clue a hint? Yeah, not not really. Like, um, I mean, now I I don't want to meet a girl in my neighborhood. Period. No, you don't want you don't want to have that memory <clears throat> of like, hey, that girl sucked, and I had to walk by that corner that we hung out in. You don't want that memory of like, hey, that girl broke my heart, and now I have to walk through that because no, that's not it. <laughs> it's like I don't want to meet a girl, and then like we hang out a few times in my neighborhood, and then she go spot. she goes to the places that I like to go to, and she like, luckily dating in COVID, that's not really a thing you have yeah. to worry about right now, but. Prior to this, like, no, it'd be like if I brought a girl to Turtles and then like she'd go back to fucking Turtles, even though she doesn't live in the neighborhood or something like that. You I know? do that a lot. You go back to a bar that a guy took you to in like a neighborhood that he lived in. Well, last little homie. <laughs> last little homie. Um, I like the bar that he took me to and I, I've gone back there twice. Does he live near it? Yeah, see, I, that's I I don't do that, like. Um, um, but it, it de- was also like I didn't go out of my way. It was like, oh, I was in that neighborhood. It depends, actually. I mean, like, if I went to like, let's say I went to a place like elsewhere with someone, mm-hmm. and they lived by elsewhere. Like, yeah, that's I'm not gonna so not yeah. go back to elsewhere. But like, when it's like your local dive bar, yeah, you know, like. Why are you coming to my dive bar? You don't live in this neighborhood. Like I, you know, like if, if, uh, I'm, that's why I'm so excited about moving to my new place. Cause you get a whole new plus. I don't have any like dive bars that I want to hang out by my bar, my apartment. Yeah. I hate true. my neighborhood. I shouldn't say I hate it. It's just like, that's the only reason why I want to move into the city is because like, I want to be in the, I want to hang out in a neighborhood that I want. Like I like, yeah. When I lived in that one with the roof that that is now really dominant part of Bushwick, but it's still kind of a corner that doesn't have anything over there. Yeah. 
Um, and I still, I haven't had that experience yet in New York City. So that's like, what is that, like East Williamsburg yeah, or yeah, something? Yeah, East Williamsburg. So like, AKA like North Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm excited because like there's numerous bars over there that I still go to out of my way. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'm going to have a backyard and a s'mores party. Thanks. S'mores party. <laughs> um, but so I told homie we can meet him by his bar. Yeah. Um, by a bar by his house. and Or he picked a bar by his house because we talked about what neighborhood he looked, um, lived in. And um, I was taking the Uber there and I was passing my little graph daddies all he, he's been coming up a lot you know the og graph daddy oh yeah yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah truth truth, <laughs> truth. yes truth <laughs> oh, um, i love it and i remember that meme that was like um you know nobody will know the heartbreak of a girl that has to like who dated a graph head that now you have to walk by all his tags if you guys broke up <laughs> It's, it's true hardship. I mean, we didn't date, whatever, but like, I might have got the feels because I'm a little sensitive about that, and, and now I have to be reminded that every time of that good dick that got away. The good dick. That got, I wonder. I wonder if he listens to our podcast. No, we don't even follow each other's social media. We uh, um. So because you said. Didn't you say something? He been, I well, like he's been very active lately, and he obviously tags in like popular neighborhoods yeah. that we also have been putting our stickers up in and our flyers. That a couple of times, like our stickers and flyers have disappeared in those areas, yeah. and like I see a, a f- but we also thought it was funny to put. It. <laughs> <You> just- <laughs> <laughs> We're bleeping that out. Right, hold on a second, <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Anyways, guys, <laughs> copyright. <laughs> so we, <laughs> I met, so his, um, so yeah, I, I don't know if he's like trying to like rival. I, he could not know it's me because we're not social media friends. We have not seen each other. I seen, last time I saw him, I don't even think he knew it was me in 2018. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like... I hate fucked him I, in 2017. He shoved his face into the pillow or no. something. Said, yeah, you like that? No, meet me on con- field. He had a connection with... Uh, I did, like, a revenge fuck. Because, like, he had a connection to somebody that... Yeah, whatever, I'm petty. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. Anyways. <laughs> Just right there. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to talk about this. I'm petty as fuck. Okay, moving on. Uh, so, but I mean, he would not know it's me and my stick and the stickers. My, I'm not dominant. Like you can't tell that's me really. You just, <laughs> thank God. Cause it, it kind of looks like a remote. You were switched. You were submissive in them. Well, yeah. Well, I was trying, <laughs> I, you know, I was just trying to hide that. Like maybe you would think that it's like a good looking girl. And then, you know, finally get on our IG and listen to the tune iTunes and be like, Oh, she's not good looking, but she's funny. <laughs> They know you're not good looking by your voice. Is that what you're insinuating? By the you picture, said on iTunes. I'm, I'm saying that I knew the sticker. I wasn't dominant. You can tell what I look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So we should have someone do like uh, caricatures of our faces and then do those as stickers. 
<laughs> just tear and then just go to all your like uh, ex flings neighborhoods and just plaster them with <laughs> stickers of your caricature face. I do that too often. And they still haven't hit me up saying they miss me. <laughs> oh my god, that's too good. Um. So yeah, I passed a bunch of his stuff, and I was laughing at that meme. And yeah, what if he's? Because this is the second time that like I've been doing wall embellishments <laughs> wall embellishments because <laughs> i had that second i remember my previous anonymous tits yeah haven't we talked about that on here before no we haven't we've never talked about anonymous tits on the podcast because <laughs> no. oh, i was man. trying to keep anonymous <laughs> <laughs> is, is the instagram still up it's 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 um what is it disabled currently like i could make it a real thing again. I think if you deactivate it for too long, they delete it. I don't know. I barely had. I actually probably had more followers than this Instagram or our podcast. Well, yeah, of course. It was a genius idea. It was. You know what? Shout out to Felix because she's always got my fucking like a creative thing. She's the one that named this podcast. Yeah, that's we, true. We had the group text. And yeah. Like, dude, we don't know how to call ourselves. We're stupid. And she came up with the name. So shout out to you. And then. Um, she's very like creative and savvy and she, so what did it spawn from? Did you take a Polaroid of your tits and she said to put it on the internet or did she just go, I have an idea for you? Yeah. Like, cause Felix, she was in New York and Felix is always like kind of when I had my implants, I was always kind of like the big titty friend. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And I have several pictures of you being the big titty friend. (laughs) Sorry to disappoint you guys that you're not meeting me in that part of my life anymore. But anyways. But once upon a time. <laughs> um, and she's like, you know what? You should just like post pictures of your boobs everywhere. But like leave it as an art installation or something. And I was like, shit, yeah. Anonymous tits. <laughs> Anonymous tits. I was like, yeah, I want to be, I want to fucking like throw graffiti. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. What I, but anyway, so it turned into like this interactive thing that I would leave Polaroids of my boobs but like in funny ways like it always was covered it was very tongue-in-cheek all the way in artsy done and i would leave polaroids with anonymous tits written on it and have an ig that you had to follow oh my god that was like the first attempt at OnlyFans. they took my fucking like idea i don't i'm not i could have started charging you could have charging admission to be a follower and get pictures of like me with testones over my nipples there you go because <laughs> i definitely did oh my god and then so then i i had like i i brought like a little marker fat tip with me and i would do anonymous tits with we like, should come up with a new project not based around <laughs> your tits but i'm just saying that's a funny idea yeah, i think there's something there you know there's something that you should have stuck with that well even if my boobs changed because they are no longer really. Adopted. I said it doesn't have to be about tits. Okay. Well, but the idea of like leaving things and telling, like, just like tagging you it. You said I should stuck with the idea. The original. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm on to the next one now. Okay, <laughs> dude, we are hustling out here. <laughs> Coming up with a new fucking strategy to hustle some cash any which way. Yeah, I mean it was fun. I like actually, I a couple like people. Because I wrote that, like, actually looked up that name and followed me off of that name and, like, tagged me. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm fucking coming up. Pretty soon I'm going to be, like, at graffiti, like, shows. <laughs> 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 
look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Graffiti shows showing tits on the timeline. I'd be like invited to Art Basel, like fucking doing a TED talk. <laughs> and on tonight's TED talk, anonymous tits, Maureen Elliott. Oh my god, but I could be like Banksy and like hidden behind like a muffled voice and like a, a black shield and be like, you know, it was tough in the streets until like I had this aha moment and like. <laughs> <laughs> and then now people are like pawning my Polaroids for mass money, but this is just supposed to be like a free art, like appreciation for the culture. <laughs> oh my God. I wonder if anybody still has an anonymous tits poster. Oh. I mean like a little post-it. I think I have some still. Post-it? You mean a you fucking know? Polaroid? <laughs> God damn. I have some still. If anybody wants to pay $100 for each, I'll sign in <laughs> <laughs> and we are officially in the porn business, y'all. Dude, everybody Soft needs core. A, Yeah. Artsy core. Art core. Artsy core. Art porn. There's no BDSM kink here. <laughs> I, I guess maybe it's a kink. Yeah. I, that's the thing. Kink is too open. Of it's a such I was a thinking that category. earlier. Yeah. You were saying it too, but like it really it's it's too that's too kink. Well, your kink could be being boring, and that's like a kink to you. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I have boring, nerdy sex. Like, I was that's what that. gets me off. So the guy, this other fielder, um, called me, and he wanted to talk about it. He's like, let's ask each other 20 questions. And he I'm called like, you? Yeah, today. That's why I was late. Oh, my God. We didn't sexed. But he just like wants to get to know my kink, and I was like, "That's such a broad term. Like, my hair's kinky. <laughs> it's pretty straight right now. I know, but, but... I did not wake up like this. I am okay. not Yonce. I did not wake up like this. Um, so you had a phone call with the guy off field. Like, we've been talking for ring, like two weeks. Like, oh, on the phone. We talked our first day. Yeah, it was actually kind of nice. He's older. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't ever talk to people on the phone. Um, I. Really, I'm getting to notice that men like my voice. <laughs> I have many men that tell me that they like my voice. It is a very unique voice. <laughs> and I think a lot of them either come from um, the West Coast because it's kind of like white girl dumb <laughs> or like... Um, they come from the West Coast, or they are older and it's kind of youthful. So I think that they like that because, like, probably people at their age don't. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm mis- pronouncing shit. Yeah, or I'm forty now. Oh, Pass the cabernet. Foreign men like my voice. Foreman. Foreign. Oh, foreign men. I thought you said foreman. I'm like, like what? Like a. Like a construction yeah, foreman? I, uh, <laughs> or four men, period. <laughs> Only four of them. <laughs> no, the forklift driver really gets it up for me. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Um, foreign. Foreign. Mm-hmm. Okay. International. <laughs> Mrs. Worldwide here, yeah, everyone. Because I think I saw in Hella, like, typical American white girl. I guess. I I, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't I don't ever know how cuz people will ask me who've listened to the podcast and who don't know you but know me will be like, "Where is she from?" <laughs> and I'm always just like, "Niagara Falls." And the and when I what's funny is if I say Niagara Falls, so many people like don't know you can live there? No. They oh. just go, oh, "Okay, yeah, I, I get that." 
And I'm like, do you? Because I don't. <laughs> like, when I hear your accent, I don't think like, oh, that's Niagara Falls. I'm like, where the fuck? I'm like, you don't sound like, you sound from, you're like from like six different places. <laughs> Heaven. Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, God. But yeah, so we talked on the phone um, both times that we've interacted and we keep on trying to meet up on a date, but he's very busy and I'm very busy. Um... Yeah, I'm interested about that person. Anyways, but he, you know that's a good in. What? Sorry to cut you off there, but like you know that on average or more than average, more more often than not, men are attracted to your voice, uh-huh. right? Yeah, that's that's like a that's a when you know something about yourself that's like a a turn on for most people. That's a power play right there. It's so funny how the you world know how is to work turning it, around, Then you can guys. work it to your advantage. Because I always thought I had a really mad, annoying voice, and I fucking talk stupid. But now that I fucking see the world is my oyster, just wait. Everybody's going to be saying, what if? Everybody's going to be mispronouncing fucking Yankees. The world is going to be a happier okay. place. For starters, everyone already says, what if? You say, what in case? Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I like that I'm correcting you on your mispronouncings. No, no, no. That's not that's not the way you normally say it. Wrong. Um, I'm mispronouncing my mispronunciation. Yeah, you're actually saying the correct version of it. That's this is kind of like in the last episode when I said if they had a a tequila called Espose, you would call it Expose. So maybe that's the trick. Like how you know to get me on time is actually to tell me something further away. That's what I do. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> it. Like, or when you tell me the time, I think in my head, this is what happens. I always, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now because I know it doesn't matter because it's always <laughs> going to function the same way. You say, I'm going to be there at 11. And in my head, I go, that means she'll be there at noon. Um, and then if it's like, then then blah 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 oh i need her there earlier i'll be like no actually come over at nine because i know you'll be there at 10 um and then although i'm gonna say recently recently maureen recently if you say i'm gonna be there at 11 i expect a call or not a call a text message around like 11 45 saying hey i'm running really late i'll be there i'm gonna leave in a little bit and that means like one I haven't gotten better like I promised I would. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's all right, dude. 2020 is a wash. Make that resolution for 2021. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I think it's worse. I had a bad habit, but now it's like anxiety's on top of that habit. I mean, it's not like, here's the thing. If I had stuff going on, mm-hmm. which I never do right now because of all the pandemic stuff, but if I ever have stuff going on, like, hey, I would just tell you straight up, like if you said I'm going to be there at 11, I would say you have to be here at 11 because I have a shoot at three or something like that. Right. Um, but like and I would stress that. But I'm like, OK, she says 11. If she gets here at fucking three, it doesn't matter. I'm not doing anything <laughs> yeah, at but all. I don't want you don't wait around. But also you've had more of a social life than I have. Yeah, but my social life is literally outside and around the corner. And that's it. You had people over the other day. I got banjo. (laughs) That's my first visitor forever. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I don't know. Hopefully, I'll make new friends sometime soon. (laughs) Maybe in your new neighborhood. 
I don't talk to people. You just have to do what I did. You just find a place that you like, 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 oh, I could sit out here and like drink a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and like listen to music on my headphones or something, Mm -hmm. whatever, somewhere where you feel comfortable and then just make it part of your like daily routine, you know, just find a way to like, or if not daily, like a couple times a week routine. Right now it's easy for me to make anything part of my daily routine because like I said, my day is comprised of basically nothing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Depressing. Uh, But just like, you know, like try to like find a place that you like and then try to visit there kind of regularly and you just start to build like a little community out of like crossing paths over and over again because like that's all it is is just like yeah and that's totally fine that i will sit there and bullshit with you i like to keep my two separate things like i I probably wouldn't go ever grab a drink with you like because that takes a whole totally different type of connection yeah but i mean yes and no like so let's say like I'm just going to make up a hypothetical situation here. Let's say you found like a little cafe or something by your new place mm-hmm. and you start going there like, you know, on like Saturdays and Sundays or whatever, There's like in the morning. There's a fish fry by me. Can okay. I make okay. friends Fish there? fry. For, perfect. Whatever. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like a place where like people come and go from pretty frequently. Uh-huh. And like if you just like hang out there enough, you're going to cross paths with someone and you're going to see like. Oh, I love that jacket. Oh, thank you. Blah, blah, blah. And then like. I'm laughing because I'm just <laughs> imagining me like panhandling with that. <laughs> Please be my friend at the fish fry. <laughs> anyway. Like, any like a cute little hipster spot. <laughs> oh, my God. But you get what I'm saying. If I get what you're saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. You said. That's not me. He said, hopefully I make friends eventually. And I'm like, if you want to make some fucking friends, just find a little community. I'm such a hater. And then insert yourself. You really are. I really am. Sometimes I want to talk to you about it. And then I'm like, I don't think she'd even care if I pointed it out. Why don't you talk to me about it? Because sometimes you're just a hater. And I'm like, dude, just chill and like... You like it takes like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name anyone's names, but one point I remember one time we were somewhere, and someone was being really friendly to you, and then afterwards you were like, "Why was that person being so friendly to me? Like I've only met them like once or twice. Like they were talking to me like they'd known me forever." And I was like, "Well, because they were just being nice and having a conversation <laughs> with you, dude. You fucking hating ass bitch. I have trust <laughs> issues, and I don't let people in." I mean, and that's fine. No one's asking you to like go to your local coffee shop and like be like, okay, well, hey, do you want to house sit for me tomorrow? It was nice meeting you today. You know know what what I'm saying? You know what the thing is? And this is case in point because I never had this issue with Gina and Hallie. Did not have any like weirdness about them and bringing them in. So I go off my intuition. Either it's organic and we love each other right away. Right. But the thing is, is I'm saying it's, I'm saying like, meeting new friends like out the blue from thin air like you met gina and Haley because jasmine and i said hey this is gina and Haley." yeah but you know uh, what i'm how saying many like, of your other friends have you done that too this is joe this is tom diddly and yeah then- I, I mean i i get that but i'm saying like your close friends were already close friends with these people i'm talking about making making new friends out of not from like like hey you know the, hey friend here's my other friend yeah you know like mm-hmm. of course they've already kind of like got the coast on you like i know like you still have to go off your gut because there are times where like someone will introduce you to someone and you'll just be like yeah so i don't like that person you know what the thing is though it's 
I my a lot of this isn't that I don't trust people. I feel like people try and put on such a front for people to like them. And I think it's very But I mean I think I'm not disagreeing with you there, but I don't think that makes someone like a bad person. It makes I think, me uncomfortable. Definitely, I don't feel like you know I put what? on a front I, when I'll, I meet people. I'll be real with you. There are there are times where it makes me uncomfortable too when people feel like they've gotten I'm sure you got that a lot when you're on tour. I definitely yeah, I mean I definitely have had people especially on tour, but like I've definitely had people be very comfortable with me right off the jump and that's uncomfortable for me yeah. because it's just like I, I, if, if your comfort levels don't rise at the same time, you know what I'm saying? It's funny because I was, I made a joke about this today on Twitter, but it, the truth is, is it's kind of weird. I was thinking about it today and I mean, I don't know how much stock to put in it, but like how many people that I've either like never met in real life or like even I've only had minimal interactions with online put me on their close friends list on Instagram. Oh my God, yeah. Like, and I mean, I'm I'm not like judging anyone who does it. I'm flattered, honestly, but like- I'm I, confused about the thought process. I don't have a close friends list because like mine would be like, three people and they already watch my stories and like what am I going to post on a close friends list that I'm not going to post on the stories um I at one point I thought about doing it during like all the like the right stuff that was going on because like there came to a point that almost like the right stuff like all the stuff oh, that was riot yeah okay well so. I meant rights like we're talking about oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um civil rights but um what was I going to say? I thought about it that time because at first I was like, no, 100%. This isn't even the time to put, you know, put things out there. But it became to a point that like ugh, part of that interaction that I get off of Instagram with my close friends. Yeah. Helps me mentally. Yeah. Um, so I thought about it parts just to like make myself feel better too, to like do a close friends for things I wanted to share, but I just knew the climate still wasn't right. Yeah. yeah so I yeah. could see that. And then I think when it first started happening, when, um, when close friends became a thing, I was like, oh, I should set this up and like used it one time. And I was like, actually, anything I put out there, fuck it. I'm going to like let mom see me about my eat my ass post and then let fucking <laughs> my like, stock boy. This is, this is me. Just get, get used to it. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's I mean, OK, so I'm it makes me happy to hear you're in the same boat where you have like a lot of people. Where you're like, oh, I'm on your I'm on your close friends. That's that's cool. But why? Yeah. And what's your thought process about that? I don't know. So like my always think is like if it's a dude, I'm like, oh, is this like. My thought process on it is maybe I'm just putting too much uh, weight behind the word close friends. Like because, you know, it's the close friends list. But like maybe. maybe, Their close friends means like friends. Like, yeah, maybe they're just putting like a ton of people on there that they're like, oh, well, I definitely want like, you know, these people. I don't know. Because I don't know if close friends bumps, maybe it bumps it up in the algorithm or something. Fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Was close friends fucking your two loudest friends? (laughs) Y-T-L-F. What? (laughs) Let's go make uh, close friends for them. Oh, for oh, us. you can make like a specific list. I wonder. I've never used it. I don't know. So I don't know. Let's fucking huh. tutorial Okay. Yeah, we'll have this. to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, 
what the fuck were we even saying before this fucking <laughs> IG fucking? I don't know. I mean, we've had a couple technical errors on this podcast, so um, it's kind of been hard to follow at a few points. And we got really high. Um, and then we smoked again. <laughs> what were we talking about that got us onto Instagram? I don't know. Basically, I'm going to sell the Polaroids and help fund our fucking bar situation. We really went back there now. <laughs> I'm, How many Polaroids do you have left? I don't know. I have to find it, but I'm moving, so I'll pack and I'll find it and I'll put it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> all right um, but i'm glad that you're feeling better i know thank you i'm glad i'm feeling better too i felt like shit i was a little scared i hadn't felt that bad in so long i've i hadn't had a fever that high in probably like 10 years i think our immune systems are really just fucked up in limbo right now because you're not doing anything normal that's good for your like insides yeah. you know and then also your mental yeah I, it's scary, but I'm glad that you okay. Thank and then, you. um, you know, we should do the little couchy potato stories. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we, we do need to do that. I don't know if I can film that right now. Okay. I don't think I'm in the right headspace. That's fine. No, you know what I'm saying? It was like when we cut out there for a minute, but I'm just going to bring it into this conversation now. Um, how like sometimes you look at like a DM or something and you're just like, I'm just not in the right headspace to answer this right now. Not like emotionally or anything. It's just like, I'm just kind of stoned and I know I'm going to have to think and then I'm going to have to like plan, you know, like cause planning a shoot or something like that. Like I just don't have the mental capacity to talk about this right now. Do you ever have that feeling? So you just don't open something until you're like, okay, I could sit down. and. <clears throat> so this is actually a really good conversation because I am the type of person that it gives me anxiety not to answer and have like a whole completed conversation. That's usually what frustrates me with text and messages. Yeah. That it gives me the opposite that I can't, my headspace needs to have a conclusion for this. Well, my thing is, is that, um, I just don't want to open it and then like read something and be like, like, I don't, I can't think about the answer to this right now. So, no, but it's, it's going to say that it's seen, because it's a uh -huh. DM, you know, on their end, and then no response from me. And it's like, well, why didn't he say anything back? I don't even think that far into it because, like, I, I don't know. For me, I think it's almost like... Oh. You don't ever see it seen, and it, it's something that you're I'll like... I only do if I send a nude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, like, you're having a conversation with someone, and it's an A-B conversation, and, you know, you you say something, then you're waiting for them to respond and it says that it's seen, but they haven't responded. And then like two hours go by and you're like, well, are you going to fucking respond to this or what's up? I'm, I'm talking about like trying to plan something. Mm. Because this all just stemmed out of like, like I had DM'd this girl and just being like, Hey, like you've got a really cool look. Um, I'm looking to expand and shoot like more test work for my portfolio. If you'd be interested, here's my portfolio. And like, we could talk about shooting. And like, that was like a few days ago and she just responded and was like, oh yeah, like, uh, I love your stuff. Sorry. It took me a minute to respond. Um, and then I said, okay, well, cool. When are you free? And then she just responded and I could see the beginning of what she said. And then, but like, then we got stoned and we started talking and like, as I think that is applicable then your question in contents. So for contents for yours, yes, that makes sense for me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, I think it's content related. So like, Conte yeah, context. Con 
But it's on Instagram, so we could call it contact. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what it, it's it's related to. It's it depends on what the situation. It's a circumstantial. Yeah. So like, if you were just talking about like, hey, I like that shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah, it's finally that unseen because like, hey, you got busy. We're just shooting the shit. But if it's like planning things, which you do in yours, yeah, like, no, I'm not planning anything. That's true. I wish I wasn't. I wish people. I wish I could email people and people could email me. The problem is, is like if you're trying to reach out to people outside of like going through an agent, um, you know, which I could, I could also talk to agents about booking people to test with, but like, they're going to send me people. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. Sometimes I just like, I want to, I'll see someone who has like a cool look and I'll be like, Oh, I want to shoot with this person. And so like this girl has a cool look. So I was like, Oh, I want to shoot with this person. So, but she doesn't have an email, so it's like I have to DM. I always feel creepy doing it, but it's like there's no other way to do it. That's just like how it is. But I think it's flattering to hear that from a photographer. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but I don't know. I'm just, I mean, like, as we've talked about numerous times before, I'm just always worried about well, coming off as like a creepy guy. And especially as a photographer, like, I'm sure any any girl with like unique, beautiful features or anything like that probably gets hit up like constantly from dudes who are you know quote unquote photographers so i i don't know i just uh, to me a dm is unprofessional but it's kind of unfortunately the climate we live in for dealing with some some Um, of this stuff yeah i i hate that that is the culture that it that's not okay yeah well it's also like one of those things where um it's so weird it's like like you always see people joke about like uh, flirt like a straight man on Instagram or something like that. And it's like responds to your story with a hard eyes emoji or something like that. <laughs> you know, fucking true. Then I mean, like, yeah, I'm sure it is. But also like the reason I feel like a lot of dudes do that is because it's easier to do that. And like you're like not coming. I mean, maybe you are coming across as a creep. I guess it's all, uh, you know. It all has to do with the context, <laughs> but, um, but like, it's a lot easier to do that than like say something that someone could take the wrong way or like, I don't know. I mean, I think just everyone is just a lot of guys are scared of overstepping their bounds, Yeah, which I think is like a, a good thing. Don't get me wrong, but also like there is like that part of me that yearns uh, for when I was a lot more, I shouldn't say carefree, but a lot more, um, adventurous with my shots, if you will, in my like early twenties and stuff. You said carefree, adventurous. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I could see that maybe that's so homie going back to the story. We had little homie and new homie <laughs> there's so many homies <laughs> is new homie almost disrespectful for shooting his shot while little homie probably just was scared but i don't want and me going back to bdsm he, and being submissive res- respect is all respect is disrespect and respect is all uh, open to interpretation to yeah. the person who is feeling some type of way about it if <clears throat> excuse me if um the guy who like you hooked up with because he like was like all right i'm going for it like if he did if you didn't feel disrespected then like he wasn't disrespectful you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying um as far as i would interpret it but once again you know cisgender white male 
So uh, maybe I am not thinking about it as clearly I mean, as I should. I mean, does it also go to the point that like the conversation about hey, I was I was I was pretty I wasn't wasted. I had two and a half drinks. Yeah. Um. Would you knowing that a girl was wasted hook up with her? It depends how wasted I am. I'm gonna be honest. No, if it's I true. am if I am equally wasted, then like it's I mean you know this is also one of those things so where I guess gray. it's it's, so com- it's like it's such a gray area and you don't want to say the wrong thing. But I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna speak my truth if you will. Like if I'm like honestly if I'm too wasted, I'm gonna say I'm not having sex. Yeah, because all that motion is only going to make me nauseous. <laughs> And like, it's never happened to me. Uh So not saying it ever has, but I'm never going to allow myself to be in a situation where mid intercourse, I have to say, where is your bathroom? I'm going to puke right now. I've never, never, I mean, it it is like, I've never even heard of it happening to anyone, but I'm sure it (laughs) has, but it is like a fear of mine to like have to puke during sex and if i get too drunk i puke pretty easily like i'm not like one of these people who like can't hang i mean you know we drink regularly i've never seen you thrown up yeah i mean um i think i threw up on new year's oh yeah you guys were bitching new year's i came home yeah but i came home i puked and then i went back to the bar and met up with y'all that's right so i mean yeah who's the bitch now (laughs) i fucking boot and rally okay But, uh, yeah, 35 years old could still boot and rally. All right. No big deal. I never even heard that term. I think that's like some South shit. But, um, but yeah, so I, uh, if I get, if I'm at that level of drunk, I'm not, uh, having sex with a girl and if i'm pretty drunk and she seems like she's at that level of drunk where she might have to puke i'm not having sex with that girl you know what i'm saying like there's no way but if we're both just like laughing our asses off and like kind of stumbling and having a good time like we are both on the same level i mean i'm and as long as everything's consensual then like yeah i guess i'm having sex with the drunk girl but i'm also the drunk guy but i would not i would never have sex with a girl who is drunker than me period like if i've had like two beers and she's had like three whiskey sours or something like that like that that's that's sex that's not probably happening interesting so i had three drinks yeah two and a half i think two were doubles and he had but he did shots to Ambier. I feel like he was doing the same as me. Okay. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if I feel like I'm at a comparable level with someone, then yeah. But, like, if this girl is over here like, let's do shots of tequila. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And she's still doing the shots. Mm-hmm. And then we're also drinking at the same frequency. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, that girl is going to be wasted. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm I'm not gonna put myself in the situation well, of fucking the wasted like you, girl. You hanging out at two different levels, yeah. So it's interesting because I don't. I mean, I think you guys are both driving the wheels. You both are in the car, and you both have your hands on the steering wheel. So I don't think like it should always be on. A, a, I think a lot of times misconception misconception is that it should be on a male to make that decision. Yeah. I don't think that's very fair. No, I, I think you're right. I mean, I I don't. I mean, even. Even to that regard, like, even if we're both at the same level of drunk, 
and I go home with a girl or something, unless she starts like taking her clothes off and shit, like I'm not going to just assume that it's happening because like we were saying earlier, like you just, I mean, I feel like you can't be too safe anymore. Um, I think like for a long time, like you always hear these stories of girls who felt uncomfortable in situations that like they still ended up having sex in and they wouldn't say that they were like raped, but they made it clear that they were uncomfortable, but they eventually gave in. And like, I don't ever. And then like every guy is like, Oh, well I I guess I just misread the situation or whatever, you know, like it's always the same bullshit response from guys on that kind of stuff too. But then you start getting in your head of like, but what if there comes a time where I misread the situation? Yeah. So I, I just always, I mean, I mean, I might be making like the first move per se, but like she has to give the, like the clear sign of like, what's a clear sign. Like she starts taking her clothes off and stuff like that. Like we're making out. What in case you're a sub? What in case you're not a switch? Well, I don't know. I feel like if uh, if she's got some specific outside of the uh, stereotypical norm sexual. Well, case, my kink is dead fish. So <laughs> me laying there means I want to do it. If you're laying there like a dead fish and that's your kink, you need to you need to tell someone that I fucked a girl who had a dead fish kind of kink though once. What? Yeah. Tell me. Uh, I, when guys always ask me what I'm into, I say dead fish this girl like we were like hooking up and then like at one point she was just like just like told me to like stop and i'm like is everything okay and she's like no it just feels so good and i'm like okay and so like i started going again she's like no 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 stop and i'm like what's wrong she's like no it just feels good and i was like this was Isn't like a, this was in my early 20s i was like or maybe like mid 20s but I, I was like wait what do you mean it feels good like like it just feels good inside you and she was like yeah and i was like uh. <laughs> i like i sat there for like what felt like an eternity but it was probably all of like 30 seconds and i was like yo i don't mean this the wrong way but I'm going to go soft if I don't start moving. Like, this is, like, weird. (laughs) And she got, like, kind of bent out of shape that I called it weird. And she's like, it's just what I'm into. And I'm like, okay, but, like, it's, like, me just laying on top of you butt naked, like, (laughs) inside you but not doing anything is fucking weird to me. And, like, this is a turnoff. It was so awkward, dude. It was So what happened? So then um, I fucked her doggy style and then <laughs> that was it. You know, it was over. She was like, okay, do your thing. <laughs> she did it to me twice. I wonder if she was edging herself. I don't know. I mean, like, I've I've been with girls before who like they can only get off when they're on top because Uh they have like full control over everything. And I'm like, whatever, like rock yourself out as much as you want. You know, like if if this is like what works for you, then great. I know what works for me, (laughs) you know? And I think like that's always a funny thing is it's like, like uh, the stereotype is like, you know, you know, the the joke, I don't know if it's stereotype, but is that like, it's like tricky to get a girl off, but a guy can just like, just, fuck you and like just 
thrust away and get <laughs> and get it over with, you know. But like I like there are some positions where I'm not gonna come. Oh really? Yeah. Like it's just not gonna happen in this position. I need to do like research. I want to know if this is what is it like. But last uh, time you told me other facts, it ends up being Mavis. There is no gay gladiator. Oh God! I was like, why the fuck would you rope my mom into this conversation right now? And then now we're talking about Rome. Okay, so maybe I misinterpreted or I forgot it or something. I don't know. Anyway, let's not talk about the fucking. Listen to the last episode if you guys are confused. Um. But no, uh, I, um, like, what is, what's it called? Reverse cowgirl? Uh-huh. When her ass is facing you? Yeah, I don't, that, that position is actually, like, borderline very uncomfortable for me. Is it? Yeah. It's, like, kind of painful. Oh, my God. Because, like, I mean, like, I don't know. I saw plenty of dicks when I was in the Marines, but not erect. So I don't know. But like my dick kind of points up when it's erect. You no, know what I'm saying? Everybody's dick is different and everybody's yeah. pink is different. Yeah, I guess. So uh, anyway, <laughs> like that position is like bending my dick against its natural curve. And it is like I'm I'm not someone who likes pain during sex. Okay, so some that people would not like, be one yeah, of your kinks. Some people like that kind of shit, not me. Okay. There are like certain things that like girls love to do to guys that like I think some guys get off on and other guys they just don't feel comfortable well, saying that's it. That's why routine sex sucks. And like you need to switch it up because the reason why there's so many sex positions is not because oh i'm kinky and i can do all 12 million of them it's this what's works for my body and this is a way to get myself off like a yoga pose yeah well anyway oh my god should i become like a sex poser instructor like make <sighs> that's my isn't other isn't that just the karma sutra or something no, that's like totally that different. Uh, we'll have to talk about that another yeah. time but um yeah i just i think like I, I don't know it's just funny the the stereotype that guys can just thrust and get off him and, and maybe some guys can but Do like all- i when i've talked with some guy friends about it before you know it's like i have like a lot of guy friends who will agree with me on like certain things like like getting your balls sucked does not feel good really there are some guys who love it like i've met guys who are like oh i fucking love that and i'm like i feel like you're just being a bro and saying you like it because it's like you're putting your balls in a girl's mouth and you get off on degrading women uh-huh. like i i, I don't know Science and my own physical body will tell me that, like, when I have like an erection, my balls tighten up. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, learning so much about the male. That's that's like scientifically, your balls like tighten up, like the scrotum tightens up when you have like. So it's like a, it's like pumping it up, so it goes. And I mean, like, like maybe mine like extra tightens. I don't fucking know, but like. Anytime a girl has ever like sucked on one of my balls before, it is like borderline feels almost like I'm getting kicked in the nut. Damn. So I for like a split second. And like typically girls like they just do it once while they're giving you head. But like if a girl does it to me more than twice, I will normally be like, hey, don't don't do that. That actually really hurts me. And then you know what's crazy? Some girls will do it again after you tell them it hurts. And you'll be like, yo, I'm not kidding. Like, that doesn't feel good. It, I don't know. Another one that girls love when they're riding you, they like to, like, dig their fucking hand as hard as they can into your peck. And they will 
bruise me. Really? I'm talking like gripping on, like like taking my peck and like squeeze, like 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 it is. I've had it happen to me a couple times in my life, and it's like I wake up the next morning and I will have like bruises from where their fingers were just like holding oh my on God, to we me. We should start start a poll of things that like is cliche that opposite think sex thinks the other sex likes and it m- probably isn't that pleasurable. I don't know. I mean, like I said though, I'm also not someone who's into pain and I know there are guys who I've are never into sque- that. Squeezed a man's pecs. Yeah. I mean like that is just like one of like, I fucking hate that. Honestly, almost every- I like to smush their face with my palm. Do you think that's common? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't, I wouldn't, I personally would not enjoy that. I will say though, uh-huh. if a girl is riding on me and puts her hand on my throat, not like squeezing me, choking me, but like stabilizing herself, I'm okay with that. Noted. Um, <laughs> people, OnlyFans, keep a note. Um, well, it's always, it's always the stigma that girls like to get choked, but like, I'm not saying I like getting choked, but like, it's not bad in, uh, in, in that one position. I guy, wouldn't want a girl to reach around while I'm doing her doggy style and try to choke. The, the phone call guy today was talking about how there's like, you know, like everybody thinks like choking somebody out isn't like, that's the real way you do it. You don't hold somebody's like air supply off. It's a different art form. Yeah, no shit, dude. I've actually legit had guys think that was the way to ho- fucking choke me. And so I was always afraid of like, I was like, that's not comfortable, dude. No, like, you're supposed to apply pressure to the side because it's, you're supposed to, and you're not supposed to do it hard because if you do it too hard, it's, it's called a blood choke. It's basically, uh, it's slowing down blood supply to the brain is uh, what it's doing. So when they teach you how to choke someone out in the Marines, like when I learned that in, in uh, McMap, Marine Corps Martial Arts Program, uh-huh. they the way they teach you to choke someone out is to apply pressure to the sides of the neck when you put them into like a choke hold. Not like you so don't, you don't, out. you don't like pull up, you like pull in. So yeah, and what it does is it cuts off. So instead of cutting, you're not trying to cut off their air supply because all you're going to do is crush their windpipe um, and and you could fucking kill them. But like if you um, if you pull if you close off blood supply to the brain, it makes them go lightheaded and they pass out. And then if you can. But if they pass out, you need to immediately let go unless you're trying to kill the person because it doesn't take very fucking long. Oh, my God. Don't talk about that. Okay. Anyway. So then my, my other cliche is I like, I thought it was like a sexy move on my part that like, if I'm riding a guy, I like kind of like cup his balls. Yeah. It doesn't do, honestly, most ball play doesn't do anything for me. They're like very, not like, it's not like ball play. It's like, Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm cocooning you a little bit more. I don't know. I don't, I've never had someone cocoon my (laughs) balls. Maybe I'd enjoy it. I don't know. Um, I just think that like we could probably like do a lot for our generation and our listeners if we made an open forum for like cliche things so we could all get better. Okay, well, on that note, (laughs) we implore you. If you have like a kink or or anything that you think uh, everyone's or how do we put this? If call us with things that you fucking hate. That everyone thinks everyone fucking likes. Whether it's what guys do to girls, girls do to guys, girls do to girls. Because there is apparently a giant conspiracy theory that uh, lesbian scissor. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I have a couple lesbian friends who scream up and down that they don't. So I don't know who to believe, but I'm going to believe my friends. But um, yeah, so like things like that, like please call us. The phone number is 917-310-5262 and leave us a voicemail. Deuces. Peace. 